Hello. Oh my God, guys. Happy New Year. Bang, 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 bang. <laughs> okay. All right, all right, all right. <clears throat> I'm not sure if it's still appropriate to say Happy New Year, but this is my first time in 2021, right here, right now, on the Heal Into Your Awakening podcast. So I'm going to go ahead and say Happy New Year. Happy New Year. <laughs> How is your 2021 so far? I hope it's good. I hope it's filled with positive vibes and good energy, and mindfulness, and manifestations of all your desire, and just full-on enlightenment, okay? For me, that's the theme of my year. Like, I'm just, I choose to constantly revert back to myself and practice mindfulness, still be in manifestation mode, still be excited about what's to come, but to understand that whatever I am doing right now dictates what's to come. So right now is my theme. Being present is my theme. Being mindful is my theme. And focus on that and not too much in the future and not too much in the past. Today, I want to talk about forgiveness and how I substituted acceptance for forgiveness. And I feel like I missed a few steps in my healing process. I'm back and I stand corrected. I was one of those people that said, and I say pretty constantly, that once you accept something, once you know that something was a necessary part of your journey, there is no need to forgive. Once you accept, forgiveness is not a necessary tool, or forgiveness is not a necessary exercise to practice. And I stand very much so corrected, okay? Um, so a quick backstory before my awakening, I had a lot of pressure and tension and my inner child was struggling. That little girl was throwing tantrums, right? And I just navigated life poker face, but internally there was a volcanic eruption. There were times where I acted out, but for the most part, I had so much internal struggle. When I experienced the dark night of the soul, when I got out of that, I felt a level of calmness. That pressure was no longer there. And I accepted who I was. I went on a journey of self-discovery. I went from not really liking myself to actually digging who I was or who I am. And that journey by itself is a journey. So (laughs) We're not all the way there, but we not where we was, okay? But again, all of that realization came about a level of awareness, a level of acceptance that brought so, so much calm and bliss to my life. And I think that bliss was just from moving from one part of my life into another, that graduation brought about a sense of happiness, right? And once I got comfortable with this new reality, away from not knowing myself and not being aware, there came that came its own struggles, right? But the underline of it, there was a lot of resentment there still. Even though I accepted people, there are relationships that I feel like are really minuscule to our journey. So acceptance can is an antidote for letting go, 
Oh, I accept you. Oh, okay. You came, you were supposed to do this and you're supposed to do that. Boom. Cool. Bye-bye. But there are core relationships that shape our foundation, that shape us into who we are, that kind of mold our inner child. And those relationships, you can't skip the exercise of forgiving. And forgiveness is not something that can be done overnight. It takes time. It takes affirmation. It takes revisiting the experience, which is hard, but I feel like acceptance allow things to kind of like, it allows the, allows it to go a little smoothly, smoother really. <laughs> no. Yeah. That's just a word I just made up. It just sounded better than smoother. Smoother really. It's like, Ooh, it's on my throat. Smoother really. <laughs> I'm sorry. But I digressed. Back to acceptance. Acceptance, yes, definitely is a huge, 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 huge um, ingredient in our journey of letting go. But I feel like forgiveness adds the spice to it, you know, like adds flavor. Well, I don't know if it adds flavor. I think it's more important than flavor. But whatever, if you're cooking, if you if you cook, whatever is like the thing that makes the the, 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 the the recipe come together and really be the recipe, you know, that you know it to be, whatever that umph is, might be flavor. That's forgiveness, okay? All right. So I'm going to give, I'm, I'm, I promised myself, right? Like, I'd be like, yo, should I, should I really go in about my, you know, I'd be like, but that's the whole point of healing to your awakening. I want to use my personal experiences to heal and empower whoever it can. So a quick backstory. I have or had been estranged from my mom for a couple of years. Um, my mom has played a major role with who I was and I think to an extent who I am becoming. My mom was probably, one, I mean, obviously my mom is my one of my first loves and one of my first disappointments that kind of like shaped that inner child that feels the way she feels, that I need to protect and cater to, to make sure that our journey is smooth. So you see where that is. As an adult now, I am... Well, I, I still am in protective mode of reassuring her, reaffirming her. And <laughs> if, I, if I'm if i looking at, at it from a parental standpoint, that is the main person who have hurt her. So there has been acceptance. There is a lot of, over time, I, I was able to accept my childhood and experiences that I've had, but there's also... Uh, that I didn't realize, right? Unbeknownst to me, on the subconscious level, there's a huge level of resentment there to her and a few others. <laughs> but she was like my main person. Um, and I struggle with that to an extent because this innocent little child, the inner child within me, right? Wants, even though she's been hurt, she wants a relationship with her mom. She wants to feel like her mom loves her. That's all she wants. That's all she ever wanted to feel 
loved and desired and wanted and protected by her parent. And now once I became awakened and I understood that in this lifetime and to, to fulfill my purpose of being friend from my astrological chart to even in my son's chart, it shows that that ain't going to happen. Well, it's not like it ain't going to happen, but that's the premise of our life. That's, that's something that we have to encounter. So once I, once I got to that realization, the pain subsided from acceptance, but there was a lot of like resentment there as an adult. And as a child, there was still a linger of hurt there, but I used the acceptance to soothe myself and it worked. Well, it seemed like it was working, but there was something like, there was still like a little like lump at my throat. Like, mm, mm, friend, are you sure you're doing the right thing? <laughs> but, uh, so I didn't quite know what it was. And recently, um, the universe stopped me in my tracks again. And there was a, there was room for a lot of contemplation. And within that contemplation, that realization came in. And I went to my guides. I went to my, my ancestors and I'm like, yo, something just came about and I'm not sure what this is. And I think that like, like, okay, so be, I dig I'm going to digress a little bit, but just in case somebody might be in this position and needs to hear this, sometimes your guides or your ancestors won't talk to you or they won't really like, they won't really interfere because they want you to connect with your higher self. I became a little too dependent on hearing the outside which in a lot of ways, they, even though they're, they're, they are here to protect, they're here to guide, they are outside of me. My higher self is the one who embarked on this journey, is the one who has all the answers. So they were like, yo, go back. Uh, that's, that's not for us. So I had to come back and I had to unpack a lot of things with my, with my, with my higher self. And one of it came to be like, yes, we understand. Yes, this relationship is karmic, but it's karmic for a reason. In my son's chart, I think his, I'm not going, I don't know the specific planets, but in it, it specifically says karmic relationship with mother and grandmother. In my chart, my moon is afflicted in a way where it shows that my relationship with my mom is going to be a little chaotic to say the least. Okay. I'm downplaying it now because like we cool or whatever. So I'm just like, it's a little chaotic, but no, it's very, very karmic. Very much so. So we, um, so, you know, I was at a place where I accepted it. I was living my life. I was independent. I felt like I didn't need nobody. I, I am completely detached from all these relationships that I felt as a child was important, but was lacking. And as a, as a, as an adult, I can protect and reaffirm, but I am protecting her from those relationships. So I don't know if the right word would be resentment, but there was a lot of, ah, 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 you're not about to come over here and F-ish up for me, spiritually awakened, I'm doing good and I can do good without you kind of thing. So there's a lot of like, I think now when I think about it, now when I say it like this, ego, ego was there, wearing his ugly head. <laughs> but yeah, um, I felt like, you know, I needed to protect my inner child. I needed to navigate my life from that awareness and that awareness brought bliss, but I was missing out forgiveness. Awareness does not substitute forgiveness anyway, anyhow. Okay. So, um, 
Yeah. So, um, came to the realization that I wanted a relationship with her. What I struggled with was I do not want the relationship that I had in the past where I praised her and there was, there was very little awareness to my, my feelings or the, 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 the struggles that I've had, especially when I felt like, like my mom wasn't the one that abused me or did all these things, but I felt she wasn't there. And I know her, her past. I know her past experiences to an extent. But again, I think ego definitely was like, yo, no, that's, that's not an excuse. Cause you had really interesting experiences, but I think you're a pretty good mom. So no, that's not an excuse. So I didn't want to see her, her side at all. So, but I knew that this thing is karmic and anything that is karmic in this lifetime, if it's not resolved to an extent, will carry on to the next lifetime. And if I'm looking from, if I, if I take my inner child and I, and I put her to bed and I'm sitting here with a cup of coffee as an adult, you know, unpacking this situation, I know it needs to be resolved. So that's just from a higher perspective. And then from a regular means, it came, there was ego there. There was a little bit of, um, um, enlightenment there. So I, I was like unpacking all of these things and trying to see how it fits into my life. And this is also one of the things that I also know in life is that when it comes to another person dealing with another person, you have no control. Everyone has their free will. So as much as I might want a particular relationship and that might be my terms, that might not be that person's, what that person's want. And I am very much so African. I am right with how I feel. My feelings are valid, but I also know that so are my moms. So it was like, how do I go about forming a relationship and still live in my truth? And I prayed about it. I said, I want peace. I want to be able to, um, I want to be able to, whatever karmic lessons this is, I want to be able to learn it and not have to deal with this again. So I fought long and hard. There was a, there were days where I picked, I picked up my phone and I tried. And then something would, it would always be something where somebody would tell me, oh, your mom said this, your mom did this, your mom did this. And when I think about what she did and what she said, and I think about how I feel like what I'm experiencing is valid and I need to, you know, it was just so hard to get. It was like, as I go further, something takes me back. I go further. It's like I was, there was a, there was a magnetic force pulling me together, but my ego was like, no, not today. So I struggled with that for months and I decided to just do it. So I called my mom and I apologized. And if I tell, when I tell you that that took so much in me because I felt like I was going backwards, like apologize. What did I do? Apologize for you. Not, you know, it was just so much that I was just like friend, but I knew on a, like I, there were times where I would meditate and say, hi, yourself take the wheel, take control, help me to navigate this situation in a way that serves both of us for my greatest and highest good. Help me to, you know, you know why you chose this and you know why I'm in this position right now. So help me to navigate it. So I called my mom and I apologize. And there was a lot of resentment still there. There was a lot of, I need to protect my inner child. But when I tell you that 
there was peace. That little girl within me was like jumping at the, at the sound of her mother's voice. It's kind of like, I don't even know how to describe it. And I'm a, I'm a 31 year old woman. And it was just, I mean, I think that we all have experiences like that where, but it's like, once you get to the point where you are really, really self aware of yourself, you, you start to like notice different facets of yourself and how they respond to certain things. Like the adult in me cringed at apologizing, but the inner child in me was like, and then the higher self was more of like, okay, I'm proud of you. Let's move on. Now I want to create a relationship with my, my mom that is as genuine as, as possible, but not deflecting from my traumas and what is my reality. So we got to the point where we ended up, um, we talked about things. I don't know if I, there was like a genuine, it was not genuine. I don't know if there was like an actual apology, but something gave. And there was a, there was a calmness within me that I didn't realize that I needed. And one of the people, like my mom left me with this lady, like her cousin, like her distant cousin or whatever. She's more like her sister. And this lady physically and emotionally abused me for years. Like my mom had a really bad relationship with my stepfather. So she went to her country. We were in Nigeria and she left us there. And she left that in the care of her like sister. We don't, I don't know if Africans have cousins. Like that was her sister. But this lady completely took advantage of the fact that I think she had probably had some kind of animosity towards my mom and she has her own trauma too. And she took absolute advantage of a vulnerable child. And a lot of my abuse, a lot of my trauma came from living in her house. So I didn't, I always resented her. There were times where I would hear that she was dealing with some things. I was in a position to maybe help her out, but it was just like, no, no, I'm not doing that. But again, that child within me wanted acceptance, wanted love. These people were my guardian at the end of the day. Guardians at the end of the day. She was a prominent factor in my life. She was a huge part of the makeup of my foundation. Whether good or bad, there was a lot of love there still that I didn't quite realize. So um, my mom spoke to her about everything. And... She came on the phone and to this day, I think Igor is telling me, oh, it wasn't genuine. It wasn't genuine, but, and she apologized. She said, I, I didn't realize the impact that I caused. And I apologize for treating you the way that I did. And when I tell you that, if there was a, like, I didn't realize I had all these pressure points within me, but I literally felt it dissolve. I literally felt that little girl stand anxiously when I got on the phone with that woman and I heard her voice. And I literally pictured that little girl just sitting down at ease. And that's where I feel like my forgiveness began. I had acceptance, which was the ingredients that I needed, but that forgiveness added so much more spice and, and just like a high to everything. And I didn't quite 
I didn't feel like I needed forgiveness, but now moving forward, I have chosen to apply forgiveness to my life, my daily practice. Forgiveness to others and forgiveness to myself. Um, but that experience definitely like showed me, right? That just just taught me about the importance for of forgiving. Because since that happened, I still remember it. I'm still very much actually I'm very much grateful for um for my past. But um I didn't know that it my past would be would 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 be um would bring me a sense of joy. Um granted I still have when you have traumatic childhood, <laughs> that inner voice is still going to be there. That, that There's going to be struggle with that inner voice and your reality. But um, what forgiveness did, it strengthened my adult self. It eased my inner child and allowed me the right things to say to myself. To be able to fully, fully let go. Now, I'm not going to be dishonest and say that everything is water under the bridge. No. There are days where I'm at peace and I'm happy and I can hiki and kaka with any and everyone. But there are days where I wake up and that inner voice is a little stronger and I need to soothe her. But now I feel like forgiveness gave me a lot of tools to, I'm still processing this, I'm still unpacking, but it gave me a lot to work with. And I, every time I record a podcast episode, I always ask God to direct this to anyone who might be struggling with an exchange, estranged parent. Who might be struggling with letting go? Who might be struggling with acceptance? Who might be struggling with now even forgiveness? And I don't think it's something, it took me years. So I don't think it's something that can happen overnight. But if you're like myself, who completely erased it from your to-do list, I think it's something to revisit and try and utilize it. Because Loki is a superpower. So again, I like to end here. I'm not gonna go too much further. I intend on revisiting a lot of these topics as as time progresses. But for now, that's my take on forgiveness. I appreciate you listening to this episode. Please share with a friend. Please share with any and whoever you feel like would benefit from this conversation. Again, I appreciate you and I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful week. And hopefully I'll be back next week. <laughs> and I can be reached at healintoawakening at gmail.com. You can find me on Instagram at healintoawakening. Um, please email, reach out. I'd love to hear from you. And again, I thank you. Have a wonderful, wonderful rest of the week. Bye.